fucking 80s, 90s gangster rap. Just, it's time, it's an era. It's just overwhelmingly violent. It's a beautiful moment. It's a bit of sentimentality. It AIDS. takes me away to AIDS. It, it definitely, I think AIDS. I think uh, nasty blood, probably bad infectious blood. Mm. And, um, you know, don't you just wish that you could just have experienced, I mean, the AIDS epidemic? <laughs> and I'm glad I, you you cause, mentioned cause, that because I have something to tell you. Well, because here's the thing for me is it's been rough, like, oh, standing on the outside. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like when like you, you just said. Exactly like that in, 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 song. in the song that yeah. I showed you. It's kind of, I feel like I'm standing on the outside of something epic that I, I it's FOMO in a e- way. Epic. You know, because it'll probably be, there'll be people that that are born later down the line in life and they'll look back at COVID and be like, they'll be like, wow, I wish I was able to see that. Mm. It must have been like, shit was a movie. <laughs> it's kind of like the cinematic. Epic, the- the epic of Gilgamesh, but the epic of AIDS. It was something similar wow. to that. And so looking back and seeing what the AIDS epidemic looked like, I, to reference. myself, I was just like, if I could have even just been able to, for a second, be in touch with the culture mm. at that moment and to feel like the feeling, or the movement, touched. or to be touched in that period of time, yeah. in that fear, that that little bit of like anxiety. Because every time you want to be intimate, you have that just that little voice in your head that's like, I could get aids right now you know what i mean and and you can't really trust people there's a sense of dishonesty but there's a sense of loyalty like we're all going to get through this together Mm. because it's all it's affecting us all how do you know this because you uh are younger than i and i wasn't even close to that era well it's just Uh, it's something that i've uh, it's encapsulated my my imagination for years now ever mm. since i learned about the aids epidemic i mean you you weren't even born in the 20th century no. I was. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm somehow closer to it than you are. You're closer to AIDS than I am. But still far off. Which is probably what has driven me closer to AIDS than you. Because since you were just even the smallest amount closer to that time and place, you feel just that much slightly more connected to AIDS as a whole. And I, I feel know. very I, disconnected I, from I, AIDS. I, I'm, I'm not phased by it. And the other thing, too, is that since I grew up in the church and it was so heavily, the, the AIDS was never a concern because, well, here's the thing. AIDS was never really discussed and talked about to a full length because it's like, well, you don't need to worry about AIDS Only if you are gays. waiting till you're married. Only gays get AIDS. Well, I don't think anyone believes that anymore. <laughs> and so, but even even still, not? even still, well, maybe we still do. Okay. And, and if that's what we're, we've decided as at least the two of us in this podcast is the stance we're going to hold, then yes. And so maybe I wish I could be gay during the AIDS time and just be able to feel what that felt like. The guilt almost, because maybe you thought it was yourself. Maybe you thought, oh, it's me and my kind that caused this issue, even though I'm not gay. it wasn't. You know what I mean? I'm not gay. But I, neither am I. Okay. But, but just the idea of what that would feel like mm. to step into oh, someone else's okay. shoes. Mm. And so it was never a talk You'd about thing in the culture I grew up with because. And what culture was that? Well, where premarital sex is a sin. Oh, okay. And so if you don't engage in that and you wait until you're married, you know, mm. you're not your your risk of AIDS is low. As long as you know the person you're wifing up isn't had doesn't have AIDS. Little to none. And if they are, you know cherry still intact yeah uncircumcised uh, if they're yeah if they've been un um deflowered that deflowered <laughs> yeah uh, if, the, if they're still in bloom you know what i mean yeah 
and um, haven't been trimmed, haven't been trimmed, haven't been pruned yet. Pruned, pruned. Then is, you don't have to worry about AIDS. Pr- and prune would be a word used in like a court case to describe a a, a rape. D- she was pruned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does like sound like a, it does sound like some kind of like sexual top. predator yeah. word, like yeah. something you would describe. Oh, he was yeah. he's been pruning girls yeah. for years. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel really sad now, actually. Yeah, it really makes me <laughs> depressed. And see, that's the other thing. I didn't feel that kind of pull and longing to understand what, like, the dynamic of, of rape was like. You know what I mean? Like, AIDS, where I was like, Are I want... Are not interested in rape? More AIDS? <laughs> no, more AIDS, where I'm like, I want to feel, feel that culture. You don't want to feel really rape? I don't really want to step in. Yeah, I don't want to feel that. Okay, that's fair. I've just never was, and that could speak to someone else, and maybe that's their long life and their journey. But for me, cracking open a new thing of AIDS, and so I don't know. It's just it's been a thing for me, and so I feel like I have FOMO. I feel like I'm 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 missing out on what something. Is FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh, okay. And so I, it's past me now. Time has passed me. I don't get to have that, you know, that uh, could you imagine the feeling that you get when you find out one of your favorite like celebrities or whoever is got got AIDS? Uh, yeah, no feeling at all. See, but that's that's it's even different than COVID where it's like, oh, the celebrity got COVID because there's a chance, you know, there's at the beginning, you're like, well, it could just be the flu. Who knows? We don't really know what this all mm-hmm. is going to mean. But when you find out they got AIDS, that's like they've been they've been sentenced to death row. And so could you just, I want to know what that rush is like mm. to know that someone that you've loved and beloved from a distance on television or over the radio has now been diagnosed with something that is basically sending them to the chair metaphorically. I think I think the bigger problem is that you're loving uh, someone from the television. Well, that you do <laughs> understand. It just If you think about people being obsessed with celebrities and you put it in that way, you realize, oh, we're mentally ill. We're in love with people we've never seen. You know, just through a a thing of glass. But at the same time, I would hope for people to love me through and not have seen me through this podcast. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I don't hope that for myself, I, but that's I, me. I hope to be loved. And, and if I'm being 100% honest, deep down inside, I kind of hope that I get some form of sexually transmitted disease so that I can be the centerpiece of, I can be... I can walk in their shoes. Okay. Okay. And because you might think to me, you might think, oh, you it's because you you take joy in other people's downfall. You take excitement and misery. When you see things going wrong, it makes you happy. And that is not why. It's because I want to see the type of hope that it takes to bring a, 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 a country, a city, a community, a family even, down on the individual level, an individual through AIDS. The kind of hope that it must take to bring you through that travesty, I would love to experience that. I don't think I'll ever be able to. And so because Um, of that, I feel like I've lost something I never had. Now, I'm speaking to the audience right now. Hey, feel free to reach out to me. I know you have – I don't even have social media, so it's pretty much impossible. Go ahead and and send me a letter um, saying if you were tracking along this whole time with Ian because I wasn't. I wasn't. And please explain to me what he was saying because I have no idea. And if you were confused as well, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. I don't ask that you love me. I just hope you appreciate our content, my content. Um, And that's all I ask. But just send send me a postcard. Saying that you had no idea what he was saying, and I will, I, I'll probably ship you five bucks or something like that. Pen pal on me, maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll show, I'll, you won't be able to read my handwriting, but I'll pen pal the shit out of you. 
you know, it's okay. It's okay. And and here's the other thing too, is that the fact that I am misunderstood by you and probably everyone that's listening is it allows you to stand in my shoes for a second. And, and just give me a second to be able to help work this one out for you. It allows you guys to stand in my shoes for a minute because you're looking from the outside in on something that you can't understand. You're mental not even illness? really comprehending it. Exactly. Illness <laughs> of any mental type. Mental illness. <laughs> We're talking illness of any type Okay. at this point. And so you get to watch my illness and how it affects me, but you can't, you just don't have the ability to experience it. And so that's how I feel about AIDS. Yeah. I'm still not dragging along, but okay. Well, that's okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so, you know... We can probably go on from the podcast from here and just keep... Talk, talk about something different if you really want to. I would like to. I feel like I was I'm, able to take the weight off my shoulders and maybe aid you, people. And here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, uh, let me know when, when you're done and so I can check back in. So, okay. So I, I've been out. You're like, I'm going to go take a smoke break mentally. Yeah. Uh, you just let me know when you want to tag me back into the podcast, because right now I'm not yeah. tracking. Isn't isn't that a great way of, of describing dissociating? Yeah, he's, he's taking a mental smoke break. And I take a lot. I take a lot of tens. How often are you taking tens? Oh, often. How many packs are you going through in a day? At least four. At least four. you're smoking four packs a day mentally? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. that look in your eye, and you're like, Robert's on a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better than the hamster's dead, but the wheel's spinning. Yeah. Robert's clocked out. <laughs> Robert clocked out for the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's on his lunch. Uh, how was your week, bud? Have you been? I'll, I'll allow you to di- direct the conversation because you seem oh, yeah? to be more uh, understandable, uh, verbally literate. Yeah. Somehow. Philosophically grounded. I would say so. Uh, my week has been just exuberant. Um, okay. Really. Uh, and I have to say. That word's hot off the press. <laughs> haven't even heard you use that one once. That's a new one for you. Exuberant. Uh, uh, I've been reading. Oh, so. You still got the receipt on that one? I, I sure do. Jeez. It's in my back pocket, actually. Golly. Yeah, well, I don't mean to brag. It's All in right. my uh, 30-year-old leather wallet. I see. I see. Yeah. I, uh, I just have to say uh, I'm incredibly thankful uh, that I got my keys on 420. Mm. For the fact that we all know and love, it's Hitler's birthday, my favorite day. You know, I forget <laughs> that it's his that it's his birthday. It is, and I will never let that down. Mm. I'll I'll bring that. You know, I got I got my I got my keys on Hitler's birthday. You know, you know that you you know that somebody somewhere in a talk against drugs has used the fact that it's Hitler's birthday as like a knock oh, against yeah. weed oh, yeah. before. A hundred percent. I don't Her even know how. Like... Oh, Mary Beth. <laughs> I, and, and Susan I, Roberts. Oh, <laughs> Susan Roberts. If your name is Susan, like. To redeem yourself as a person <laughs> after being cursed with out. that name, you have to, you have, I don't know what you'd have to do. Suicide <laughs> seems like the best option because then really suicide Susan. That's, that's hard suicide Susan. That sounds like a, that sounds, that sounds like a suicide, suicide boy song. song. <laughs> I have like suicide season. That mm. would be an album. Mm. Suicide season. Yeah. Yo boys, it's suicide season. Yeah. And that's and that's winter in Washington. Mm. That's suicide season. That's true. It is actually. Yeah, numbers are up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
We don't mess around in winter time. The side is trending. We got to shorten. We got to abbreviate suicide because I always have an issue when I try to type out suicide um, because I, I like to... I like to text the word suicide often for some reason. It seems to come up regularly in my side. conversations. Yeah, so should it be side? With a C. C-U-I-D-E. What are the side numbers? Oh, that's kind of, I like that. I like the way that feels. All yeah. right, side is now the thing. It's C-I-D-E, and that stands for suicide. I've been feeling pretty sidey. Really? Yeah, sidey. Feeling like you're kind of on the other side? <laughs> so now I got to think what phrases we can come up with replacing that side for that side. South side, side side. <laughs> <laughs> South side, sidey side. South side, side. Huh. Hmm. And so now you've got the house. It's all done. Got the uh-huh. house. Yeah. I, uh, finished moving my stuff this morning. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. How's that feeling? How long did it take you to move your stuff? About three minutes. Yeah. I was going to say like what a trip. Yeah. Basically. Did you load it all into your car? <laughs> um, well, two trips with my car. Hmm. Don't mean to brag. Although, I mean, I guess you'd take your bed. But... Yeah. Well, yeah, we used the trailer for that, but all right. uh, it's good. I put my bed together today so that yeah. was pretty cool um do you get any i mean you it's weird because you've moved uh, like a few times in this last like year three times thrice, thrice. so well, not thrice but well, yeah. what is what does moving look like for you for robert it's actually pretty cool because i do it all myself yeah i do it super early in the morning before anyone's awake yeah and by the time i'm done everyone wakes up and i'm gone like a thief in the night i am a thief in the night huh here to steal your panties. <laughs> Possibly your virginity. I'm not about that personally. Really? That's not for me, but that's probably you look like it looks like that's for you. You look like that type of guy. <laughs> wow, what a heavy thing to lay on someone else. You look like the kind of guy that likes to steal virginities. I mean We gotta come up with a better steal isn't the right one. Um Procure. I've been procuring V cards this week. Yeah, yeah. You know there's a guy out there like that, and it's, ugh. I bet you there's some dude out there who makes V-cards. First off, you know there's a thing. Hold on, listen, listen. Let me explain the V-card thing in a second. But you know there's a thing that people are into, like, only taking people's virginities. Yeah. Which feels so weird to me. Like, that's the one that seems the weirdest. Because it's like, what? Because you should only take one virginity, technically. Yeah. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. And and no more. And no more. Yeah, I yeah. feel like... If you're... If you're, if you're if you've taken more than one virginity in your lifetime, creep. something is wrong with you. Yeah. Or you're me in high school. Yeah, well, I guess, what if you're in high school and you just... I mean, if you're in high school and you just happen to be going around, making your rounds in the classroom... You shouldn't be having sex in high school. Well, That's I know, but, it, in the, in the, but people do. No, they so. don't. Well, oh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they do. Mm. Isn't that wild? I was. Someone's like, isn't that's wild to have sex at 14, right? That seems wrong. Actually, I, it probably it is probably it yeah. is wrong. It yeah. is wrong. I would say it's wrong. Yeah, that's so weird. For because like I can understand in the moment when you're of that age, you don't even realize this. But when you look back and you think about for, like a 14 year old, or when you like see someone that's the age of 14, and you're like that person. They've already they've already piped two different people, and you're like, uh, that I'm 16. I've slept with five guys. Yeah, I like, can't. I remember when I was in eighth grade, there was this. What age are you in eighth grade? 13, 14? 
I have no idea. It's one of those two, I, never I think. Eighth grade. <laughs> and uh, there was this kid, he was basically, he had a girlfriend and she was dating him and another guy. And they both knew that she was dating both of them. But they both were so into her that they didn't care. And they were all, and I think they were all doing the do from what I can remember. But this kid wasn't even in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. This kid was in seventh grade. And he's just dating two, like 14 years old. You got two boyfriends. You're possibly doing the do with both of them. Dating, we're throwing that around a little too. Yeah, the word high dating school, is Middle too. schoolers cannot date. High schoolers cannot date. High schoolers can, you can't even, you can't date until you can drive. No, you can't date until you're at least 27. I, well, okay, I don't think that's 100% true, mm-hmm. I yeah, would say. You can see each other. You can hang out huh. in court. You can be married before the age of 27, but you can't date. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so what's the dip? What do you do before then? Loser's date. Loser's date? Yeah. Okay, well, define date. People who are never going to get married. Okay, well, hold on. Let's put a definition life. on date then. What is dating? You're just going out with yeah, different people. Just no purpose. There's there's really no. Oh, you're just dating around different yeah. people. You're just going out on dates with people. Yeah, like, no, really. No, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know if you want to get married. You don't even know how many kids you want. You're just like, ah, I'm just experiencing things. Well, the other thing too is because there's a vacuum. I don't know if you can hear that in the mic, but um, because when I was saying dating, I was thinking like your boyfriend, girlfriend, then you're dating. But I guess, but, but even then, when you're boyfriend, girlfriend, you're not dating. How many real dates, dates are you going out with when you're a couple like that? How much time is not just spent around the house doing regular things? Exactly. Like people yeah, stuff. You're procuring marriage. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're basically, in the time that you spend together living out what a married life would kind of look like and saying, does this kind of fit? And if not, it, then you know. But, like, you're not going out to on dinner dates every single time you hang out with each other. Because that's... Whack. Okay. All right, well, then I'm okay with that. So then I guess they were just two boys that both had the same girlfriend at the age of 13. Why? I'm, I don't know. Why? I mean, it's probably just failure of parents and both sides and... The downfall of society. Failure of children as well. Because at 14, I was—I mean, I was like, you know, I wasn't about that. Really? Where were you at 14? Man, I wasn't into girls until I was probably about 19. Like genuinely into girls? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'd say I was a bit of a late bloomer, you might say. You were. That's weird because you were, I mean, it's not like you didn't notice girls' existences. You thought they were, people were attracted, but it was weird that you just weren't really. Wasn't about it. You weren't about it. No. And did you? It have, wasn't for me. Do you have your own personal reasons for why not, or was it just because you were just like, I've got other stuff I'm doing. I was doing other things, raising kids. I mean, primarily. Well, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I guess it's kind of the goal. Take those. You you've got basically like twenty years to, like, I mean, but the thing is, it takes longer than twenty years. But like twenty, the first like twenty, I feel like you're just becoming a usable, worthwhile person. Until you hit the age of 20, you're not 30. Okay, yeah, but th- I, that's what I was saying. It takes longer, but for at the guys. same time. But, like, for those first whatever, 30 years even, although I'm not saying I don't think you should put off getting into a relationship until you're past the age of 30. Um, but at the same time, it's like though you're using that year to be 
Because up until at least twenty years old, you are v- worthless to p- the, to society. Yeah, you are just a you're a, a you're a you're a sack of semen. Do you think you could be a main character before a certain age, or do you feel like everyone's an NPC at a certain age? No. Can you have main character children? Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I was a main character child. Do you feel like you're more of a main character as a child than you are now? Or do you feel like you've increased as a main character as you've gotten older? Here's here's what I'll explain to you. Okay. Enlighten me. I was born a main character. Hmm. Okay. On an, in an open world game or in a game, what is the hardest? The first 20 levels are the hardest to get through, right? The, because you don't have any gear. You don't have any health you don't have any powers right you don't Mm. you don't have anything Mm. and so you're constantly getting killed and beat down and killed and beat down and then you slowly gather those things right Mm. and so those are the hardest and then you hit after level 20 it starts getting easier you start becoming more of a main character in a different way the other thing too is that is is that open world game wise mm -hmm. if you want to go out and just explore the sandbox you've got nothing on your person to make that possible really or enjoyable as it could be. Yeah. You don't know how to climb things. You don't know how to drive a car yet. You haven't unlocked that one yet. You have no weapon. Uh, you've got no connections yet to <laughs> give you new levels. And so it's like there's really nothing for you to do out there. There's no side missions. You have to play through the first few, like, 20 levels so yeah. that you can get enough XP, get enough things so that you can actually have fun in the sandbox, and, which is life. And, and here, here's... Here's what I did different. Hmm. 17. Level 17. Level 17 and then jumped into the sandbox? Jumped into the sandbox. And you feel like you didn't need those last three levels and whatever they had to offer? Nope. Have you feel like you've accomplished those last three levels as of now? The level, the the amount I've accomplished in those three levels is pretty astonishing. Pretty astonishing? Pretty astonishing. Um... Yeah, I think I might be the final boss. I don't even know. I'm a, oh, wow. Imagine being character. that. You're born as the final boss, I'm, but you still have to play the game to then become the final boss yeah. and the whole thing? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm Darth so, Vader. You know what's it's going to be great is in the end of this when you and I have to duel. Yeah. Because I'm going to be the main character, you're going to be the main villain, and we're mm-hmm. going to have to fight. But we grew up... Like we were in a mingle, we knew each other mm-hmm. the whole time, and yeah. then at the there's end, a lot of we story get torn apart. Like this. I can't wait to see what tears us apart and sends us in different directions. In who kills who? Yeah, and what brings us back to the fight? So, so mm. what do you think is if there was the thing predicting the future, assuming that that's what happens, and we're gonna have to then split from each other, be torn apart, sent different directions, which will lead me f- more on my hero's mm-hmm. quest, and you further down your villain yeah. story. What is that breaking point mm, for the two of us? Drugs. Really? You think drugs is really going to do it? You think something like that? Probably. Huh. Something like that. Whose issue with drugs? Because I've got to, I'm going up the hero path. So is it going to be my issue with drugs yes. which forces you yeah, I'm to want to be more a of a guy. villain? Yeah. And then, but at the end of it, I get off of drugs to be the hero. Still on drugs. Um, I get to be a drugged out hero. So I'm like one of the anti-heroes kind of thing. I'm like Deadpool, basically. Okay. I like who I am in this world movie. I mean, I feel like I could be a better person, but at the same time, probably the most entertaining story to watch. Yeah, but the problem is this this film is not 
is not shot by Disney. There aren't always happy endings. Mm. Mm. Well then, well then, what kind of endings do you think are potentially out there for us mm. in this story? Are happy or not? Do you think there's an ending where you and I are able to, I, one of us is able to reach down, grab the other's hand, pull them up, and then at the end of the day, we both walk from this? Or do you think that that's probably off the table at this I point? I think that's probably more likely than than one of us striking down the other. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would hope for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't know what kind of things, I mean, this journey could last decades and decades. I, and and you don't know the kind of resentment or callousing that it can. I mean, I'm I'm calloused. I, you are. I'm callous. And so who knows where we go from there. So, okay, um, well, that's a potential. The hmm. other potential being, do you think there's a potential for, for backstabbing betrayal where you pull one up Ooh. and you pull them into the knife blade, basically? Mm. You pull mm. the bullet through them. Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that one. Do you think that even at our most, we are enemies at this point, we gotta, do a backstabbing move as... I got a beard now. So such can, as that? Oh, so now you can stroke it, I see. It's coming in a little better. It is. coming in nice and full. You got a rowdy stash, too, which is nice. Yeah, quite. It's a, it's a rowdy facial hair. It's got a lot going on. It, it does. It's moving and shaking. It is moving, and it's moving people towards... Towards you. It, it is interesting, because it's not a very... It's not like um. It's less of a sculpture, more of a painting. Mm. Because it's less set in stone and more moves with the way the emotions of the artist, is, you know, it's just, exactly. it goes with the wind is yeah. what it feels like. Brush strokes instead of chiseling away. Mm. 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 So do you think backstabbery could even enter the equation between the two of us, even in our most? I don't, I mean, I don't really see that, but you never see backstabbing, so. Hmm. Do you see, oh, that's a. Oh, that's a oh, that's a bar. I almost I almost moved on. I almost hold on, hold on. I almost I almost hurt the podcast. I almost backstabbed you, you the podcast kicked, by just stepping. That gem I literally away. almost stepped over what you just said, like it wasn't there. That bar was like a rattlesnake in my path, and I was one second away from stepping in its mm. strike range and it biting me. And I was able to thankfully see it. Catch the tail end of the rattle. Jump no back. No pun intended. Step back from it. Oh, step back. Observe. Not jump back. Okay. No, because I don't want to be more reactionary. It's more of a, hold on. Okay. Let's take a pace back. Mm. There is a snake in front of me. And that snake has got some backstabbing things to say. Mm. It's got some fangs. It's got some fangs and it's showing it. Mm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> now, do you think there is something that we will fight over? If this duel does come to a head, where it's like we're money. we're both fighting for something, money. Well, I don't think so because no? I don't care about money like okay. that. Okay, that's fair. I do. Yeah, um, I, that's your thing, not my thing. Okay, cool. Um, we don't we, but we both don't have a thing. Like we don't share a thing. Yeah, we don't share Besides a common an incredible sense of humor. Yes, and ego. A little bit. I wouldn't say I. I wouldn't say I. You wouldn't say that. Nah. I'll say it for you. Okay, that's fair. You could shut the fuck up. Speaking of egos, I don't mean to. We can jump back to this conversation, but you know, since you accused me of having a rather large ego, I would like to bring up this story of Samson. Of of Samson. Samson was a strong man. And Delilah. Delilah was a sexy beast. <laughs> it's like, who is the baddest woman from the Bible? Before we jump into this next thing, who's the baddest woman? Is it Jezebel? Esther? 
See, Esther is like a Esther's a ride or she's die. She's a baddie. Oh, she's a baddie because of who she is or too. Ruth. Oh, see, oh, I was thinking. Wait, Ruth. I was thinking Ruth. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Wait, Esther. Who's Esther? She's a queen. Ruth was the one that was she, like picked. Esther. Basically, took over Babylon. Esther took over. Ba- Ruth wasn't she the one that that was she the, was the king just, picked all yeah, the girls yeah. lined up and the king picked the girl that he wanted and it was, no, it was Ruth and then she became his wife and then uh, that whole thing. Kind of. She was just like picking up. I kind of like that and, though. Yeah. I kind of like a Ruth. Although I think if you're thinking about like. Late night in a bar. What one's catching your eye? That's Jezebel for oh, sure. Oh, Jezebel! Is. You get a Jezebel on. Oh, she's and she's the one eights. that walks in the room and and everyone their head follows. Yeah, it's not even like a quick eye glance. Like, so you all have that difference. You'll see a girl where your eye will just kind of shoot to the side, see him, acknowledge him, and be like, "Oh wow, she's fine." And the other times where your head just it's almost like it just pulls you with her. Yeah, and I feel like Jezebel's the kind of person that commands a room. Oh yeah, she does. That's the thing. If a girl's got a Jezebel figure, that's a baddie. Yeah. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, I could do a lot. Either way. I was in my place setting up some stuff, and I had to, I had to make a run to the store. Mm. So I went to Walmart. Why? Does. Well, I was going to say, as one does, but you made it very clear you will avoid yeah. a Walmart at yeah. all costs. It was convenient. Um, okay. Went to Walmart. You know they're large, rather large parking lots, right? Hefty size. Hefty. Yes. I was in the southeast, northeast side of the parking lot, close to the building. F- wet, far, way, way away from the building. Okay. Far away from the building. Okay. Or I guess that would be south, southwest. I was in the southwest part of the parking lot. It only matters if you know if you can. Im- Directionally, I don't think this. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, I was I was about ten clicks away <laughs> from <laughs> from the building. From the building, way out there. I it would be a distance where Ian would start berating me because he would be so upset mm-hmm. that we parked there. So mm-hmm. I, I parked there. Yeah. No, no one in sight. All right. Purposely, I don't want to park next to mm-hmm. next to that. The regulars of Walmart. <laughs> the regulars of Walmart, which is justified. Okay? That's the thing. I don't trust the regulars of Walmart with my property. So maybe I want to, you know, park a ways out. Because here's the other thing too, which is great about Walmart is all you have to do is park farther. Because I, I am a regular of Walmart, and and we don't like to walk more than we absolutely have to. You really don't have the capacity. We don't have it in us. Yeah. Because, I mean, our destination for the day has ended us up at a Walmart, and we're taking pride in what we're doing. We think we're shopping. Like, that's like that. We think that being in Walmart, we're planning ahead. We're getting a head start on the week, baby. We're getting yeah. stuff done. We're buying things. We're getting prepared so for life. For month, your, your WIC check, just your EBT just came in. Yeah, I finally was able to use that. I haven't had food in my shelves for, for a week now. And so it's like I'm ready to get on top of things. And But that's all we can muster up is to go to a – is to basically just roll into a Walmart. Yeah. Whatever we happen to just kind of grab, swap big – that's a, the carts at Walmart. If you if you watch and look at people's carts in a Walmart, the kind of things purchased at a Walmart – it's so many, so much quantity of it. Like, why do you have five boxes of Fruit Loops? Go to Costco. But no, but that's the thing. At Costco, you won't see that because even though you could see bulk, no one's buying bulk forty-eight pack of Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's true the because because po- I, I can afford to go to Costco. Costco. And these aren't even the poor of money. These are the poor of mind. Oh, these people yeah. are lacking a sense of sanity. Yeah, these the- people don't have a god. 
Yeah. I mean, because I, if you I'm believed of, in a better place and the uh, potential for a better future, you would not go to Walmart because mm. you know that something out there has to be better. It's true. I walk into a Walmart and I feel out of place. I know I'm out of place. Yeah. Because pe- people are looking at me like, mm. what's this guy doing? What's this guy doing here? What's this guy? What's his story? Yeah. Because I walk different. It's not necessarily how I dress. I dress Upright. pretty normal. Well, I, I actually dress much better than them. Yeah, I dress like I didn't just wake up. That's um, true. That's true. So, and that's that's a total diss on them. That's the illest diss. Well, because most of them did just wake up. Yeah, yeah. And it is three p.m. But and and, the, and even them, they were thinking to themselves, you know, well, at least yesterday <laughs> I got up at five, so I got a two hour jump start on today. <laughs> so we're we're making good time here, Betty. Yeah. Come on, Betty Lou. Yeah. Get the kids out of the Prius. I'm gonna walk inside this Walmart here. <laughs> I heard they got the sweet and spicy Mountain Dew. Ugh. And they got Jumbo Snickers. And then they word. say another word. That's not their word. Because yeah. they're Walmart people. Oh, yeah. And they are racist. And they discriminate. Well, they discriminate. They are racially aloof. Let's put it that way. I don't want to throw the big R on them. Racism. They're racially know. aloof. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give them that. You see, you give these people, your people, too much grace. Because they're my people. Yeah. And, and I feel the need to yeah. shepherd them and take care of them. Good luck. That's my flock, Robert. Yeah, wow. That's not a great flock. <laughs> it's very ratty. A lot of matted wool. Yeah. You haven't taken care of them and... That flock is basically being used exclusively for food. There's no high-end jackets being made out of my flock. Mm -hmm. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, well, I I briskly walk into Mm -hmm. Walmart. I'm at a brisk stride. I go straight to my location. I look it up previously so I can know what aisle, so I can be in, out as quickly as possible. I don't want to be there. Hmm. So walk in. Wait, you can see what aisle your thing's on from like an app? Yeah, from just Google. Okay, never knew that. Google. I just I just wander until I find what I was looking for, and that's the difference between you and I. I sometimes go in there without even a thing that I'm looking for. I just have a feeling. It's like I have a hole in me, and I'm like, I need to. Something in this store will fill the void that I'm feeling right now, and I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it. Mm. Mm. Kind of how a Walmart trip starts for me. So that's really impressive that you already you've pinpointed the thing. Yeah, I always do that. Okay. I've only heard of that at Depot. Grab it. Rush. Rush to the front Mm -hmm. to go, you know, scan. But not not a Walmart rush. Uh, It's a... A Walmart rush is sweaty. It's (laughs) sweaty. Yeah, I'm not sweating at all. Huffing, puffing. I'm... I'm, I have... I have... excess oxygen in my lungs which is weird because it's it's a it's a deep breath it's a heavy breathing but it's a moist breath it's like you're gurgling something up when you breathe back in again it's very straight but liquidier i don't even think you can you can i'm too fit you're too fit to have a liquid breath yeah um, i apologize so you rush in like a well uh athletic build kind of way yes very walking through the the aisles kid swings the cart around clips my nuts not a big deal. <laughs> Push the cart aside. I smile at the lady. African American woman. Individual. Doesn't doesn't I didn't need to say that, but I did. Mm-hmm. And she apologized, said no worries, smile, mm-hmm. briskly walk away. Unfazed. 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 Give give As the you kid, should be. Give the kid a pat on the back. Have a great day. 
Yeah. I'm better. That's I mean, which is nice of you because that was the first male affirmation positively he's had in four years. It's so true. Yeah. It's, you you're you're at this point I'm after his that father. after handling that situation that way and giving him a nice pat on the back and a smile at the mom, that is the best you are the best male role model he's seen in the better part of this half decade. It's true and it makes me really sad. It's but unfortunate, that's fine. but that's Walmart people. Those yeah, are my people. Yeah. So go to self checkout. Okay. Scan. Get stopped by the attendants. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not fuming. No. <laughs> I'm not fuming. But I'm but I'm almost you there. Keep reminding yourself I'm not fuming. I'm not gonna fume. I'm not I'm not gonna st- I'm not going to get angry when I tell this story. It's weird about Robert is when he gets really angry, it's, there's a smell of sulfur in the air. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think it's actual temperate rising inside of your being. Uh, probably. Okay. It's the depths of hell It's strange. Out. It's strange. Yeah. Um, don't light a match in, in, the, in the midst of Robert's anger. Something will explode. It's, and it's probably my temper. It probably will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, get stopped thing pops up on the screen please see an attendant <clears throat> clear my throat <clears throat> and you're not even buying an alcoholic beverage no this i'm is buying not... compressed air oh yeah they they do that yeah they gotta that. be over 18 because here's the thing buddy my people <laughs> we huff compressed air <clears throat> okay let me stop you i come from a long line of degenerates far more degenerate <laughs> than than you have ever known thank god um and I wasn't even aware of this. And she said, and she's like, oh, you got to be over 18. And I look at her and I go, excuse me? Yeah. What? And she's like, well, she's like, all right, you got to be over 18. And I look at her and go, all right. And she's like, so I'm telling you, you cannot misuse this and this and that. And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Grab it. So you had no idea what she meant? No. I was like, the fuck? Yeah, it's basically I was, do I whippets was, out with I was them. enraged. Yeah. I was, let me buy... My product that I'm going to use to to spray my phone out. That that's it. I just I gotta I gotta clean the USB port, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me be an adult. Don't stop me and say, hey, don't do whippets in the parking lot. I don't have fucking time to do whippets in the parking lot. You degenerate. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Robert. I mean, my people work in ex- on a on assembly lines. And you have a long day at the at the uh, at the warehouse. You've worked on an assembly line. Oh, a long eight day. hours. Oh, congratulations. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, congratulations. Okay, okay. You worked eight hours. <laughs> Woo! Oh, 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 eight and a half because you didn't quite get your break. Oh, oh, wow, good for you. Oh, maybe take another ten minute shit. Well, okay, we actually went home early that day because we were feeling a little bit, just a little bit too worn oh, out. Yeah, maybe it's because you need to lay off the three Snickers. In not five <laughs> Mountain Dews, okay? I mean, you're not a doctor. I'm not, but I'm healthy. Yes, but again, I only trust doctors, but... Oh, do you? Ex- How often do you see doctors? I only... Well... Riddle me that, Batman. Let me just try because, to plead my because case. Because Walmart people like Batman. There, there is no denying that. But sometimes, Robert, here's the thing. Sometimes you get off the shift. Maybe you hit an eight. Maybe you hit a full eight. Maybe you did an eight thirty because, yeah, you had to cut the lunch early because they needed you back on the on the line. You need mm-hmm. to start snapping things together. Oh. You get to Walmart. 
you get you 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 go for the shopping. You're walking around. You be you walk. You glance in the electronic section. You don't stay long because you know that you can't afford any of the things in that thing. You can't you, afford six bucks. You can't afford it. But you see the compressed air and you think to yourself, "Huh." The weight that I carry around with me all day on my shoulders, being the blue collar worker I am, with the family at home, the bills I need to pay, the natty light in the cart, I need a breath of fresh air for me. And then you see the compressed air and you buy the compressed air and you can't even you can't even wait till you pull back to the house. You have to you could just barely get to your to your car. You toss the groceries in the back seat, you sit down, you take a deep breath in, you start the car and you're just like Knife out. So you got four of you in the car. You cut the plastic open the compressed air. Pull that can out. You just feel it's ice cold. Crisp feeling. You know how good that's going to feel inside your lungs. And that's just deep breath out of just relief from the world you live in. And you huff that in the Walmart parking lot. And you do one. And you think, I'm only I'm going to save the other two for another time. But no, not today. No, you do all three of them. And then you grab one of your protein bars you got which is more sugar than protein but i mean sugar helps you with energy and you need the energy able to get through your long day to get to the compressed air that sits at the end of it at the end of the rainbow you hit that you feel good for that minute or two and then you drive home get out go in greet your screaming kids say hi to your wife who wishes she could just leave but can't And, and you go back into your life hmm. and you live on wow and you stay um, strong. And those are the people I'm here for. And so you you put the put the compressed air in your mouth? Mm-hmm. And you inhale. Yeah, you just and then at the same time that you're ching it, you just and you just breathe in like you're taking a breath. And and that's love. Wow. Um and you're just sitting under the white light of uh Maybe some days you've even got it in you to pull down a couple spots. They go to the southeast corner of the parking lot where you're parked at, where it's a little bit darker, a little bit quieter. You can have a little bit of alone time, kind of close your eyes. You have that one flashback memory to high school, that one girl you really loved, but you just never could bring yourself to finally telling her that you had mm. feelings for her and she just got away. And now she's with her doctor boyfriend out living up in Seattle and you're stuck here down in the cove and you just don't know what else you're going to do. And is this you and I in 10 years? You think about, <laughs> cause this sounds like you and I in 10 years. Possibly. Yeah. Wow. Um, I feel justified. You telling me this story, I feel justified in my anger, N- not necessarily anger, but complete disregard for Walmart type people. Mm. I'm yeah, I'm 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 fine actually. And see, it, I don't understand that because when I hear that, it makes me think I need to be here for those people. Mm. When I hear that wow. it, it shakes me You're in the a way. Jesus of Walmart people. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm getting from that. Walmart Jesus. <laughs> the Walmart, Walmart Jesus. Walmart version of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Pharaoh. Yes. I'm Pharaoh. Let my people go, Robert. No. Let them go. No. With their compressed air. Golly. 400 years of slavery. <laughs> and what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, so I uh, finish my purchase. I exit. I walk to my car. I see there is a very nice Lexus parked next to me. Hmm. And I'm like, 
Okay, good man. Good yeah. man. Yeah. Is, this is like probably like probably like an eighty eighty five thousand dollar Lexus. Hmm. You know, hmm. not not cheap. Yeah, yeah park yeah. next to me. You know what? My ego inflated. He sees my car. He sees it's well maintained. Yeah, it's not dirty. You know, it's been it's been used through the week. Not dirty though. Still, still nice. He felt a little bit iffy about it when he saw the missing badge on one of the rims, but he still he didn't decided see to it. Commit. He parked on the other side. It was oh, okay. I see. I see. And I see. he parked two rows down. So it was, hey, I respect you. Also, you're a trustworthy person. And I stand with you. And I stand with you. And I'm like, okay, walk into my car. He gets out. Okay. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and kind of smiles, and I go, "Poor people, am I right?" And we both do the richest laugh ever. <laughs> And, you said that? And it was, inc- we laughed for a solid 30 seconds, uh, and it was the highlight of my life. Gosh. Am I an evil person for that? No, I'm not, actually. I'm not at all. But your ego. Is, is hilarious. Sits atop the mountain. <laughs> Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. So really, maybe out of all this, we learned that I have less of the ego. I don't have an ego. I just, I'm really funny. <laughs> he just I got laughed. Good that jokes. was the only response that he had. <laughs> we just kind of pointed at each other. You know how rich guys yeah, point. Yeah, like, like, just, point. Ah. <laughs> Pours. And we moved Impoverished. on. And we moved on. Wow. Wow, that's good. And, and I get, we gave each other a quick, hey, pal, quick wave. That's a beautiful moment. And and we moved on. I really only have that moment when, you know, you step to the register or, or you're walking out the door and you both, you know, you're, you're walking out to your car, something like that, and you see a fellow Walmart inhabitor mm. because you're there often enough that you're not really even visiting. You're kind of inhabiting, if I'm being 100% honest. Okay. And there's that bit of unity inside of you when both of you hold up your pack of moon pies and you're like, huh? Yeah. Wow. Moon pies, am Moon I right? Moon pies is the poorest And then you laugh, ever. and then they start coughing uncontrollably because their lungs can't handle laughter. Uh, but but you know that in that hack and, and, and holler that's going on, you're connected through the pie. Mm. I don't know what to tell you, bud. Okay. Well, have you ever been checked out by a, a Walmart goer? Have you ever been checked out by one? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't think I have. Yeah. Um, I did when I when I entered the store. There was midget gal. No, not midget. <laughs> she was on the shorter side, breasts out in a five dollar tank top, which is so classy. Ripped <laughs> jean shorts. Yeah, shouldn't be wearing them. Big old, big old titties drooping though, not nice ones. They no, were no, just. I know what you mean. There, I know exactly it was what you're a long about. cleavage. As soon as you told me a five dollar tank top, I I could already <laughs> yeah. think I need a ruler to measure the cleavage. Can I can I give you one better? Yeah. Faded tattoo on the breast. Oh, <laughs> of course, of, of course. Cor- could you make out what it was? Possibly. It was probably a butterfly. I did not okay. want to look okay. too long. That was an easy guess. I was gonna think butterfly, but I just wanted to see if we can for sure. You know? Unoriginality. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we are. That's Walmart. Yeah. She was walking around like it's it's hot girl summer for her, right? Mm-hmm. And she looks at me up and down, and she gives me the look like I could bag you, and I was irate. How really? dare you? Couldn't you couldn't step within a mile of of me? Mm. 
I was pissed. You were. I was furious. I was like, don't look at me. Don't do that. No, no. It is, I'm being 100% honest, it is a little insulting. You know, you get that look, you're a like. A little, it's fairy. Although I don't think I've even ever really been checked out by a Walmart goer. I don't just mean someone that happens to be at a Walmart because you can see those people that are like, oh, they just happen to be at a Walmart today. Yeah. And that shit, and like you happen to be at a Walmart yeah. out of convenience, out of whatever it was, but it's just, that's where a, you happen to a, be. I had to carry that burden. Yeah. It was, it was just the, it was the challenge you were facing that day. Yeah. We all have our challenges. Yours was Walmart. It's all right. I'm here. And so sometimes you'll get a look from those people and you're like, oh, the, all right. All right. What's good. But I don't ever, I don't think I've ever been looked at. And maybe it's because they don't see me as you blend in. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Hmm. I don't know. Should I be even more insulted than that? That these people aren't even going to check me out. It's a possibility. Cause I feel like that's even more, it's insulting to be checked out with that look of like, oh, I could get you. You know, yeah. or watch out for me. I, I would do a number on you, boy. And you're like, you mean a number four from McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. That's all you can do for me. Yeah. And uh, no, they would do it like a number eight at Carl's Jr. Not even oh, yeah. Don't they would know. work at a worse place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they'd be Burger King late oh, night shift. Oh, dude. Ugh. They do whippets in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't even blame those people. Yeah. I mean, someone has to do it. Yeah, someone's gotta. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Where do you feel like you get the most? I mean, I guess work for you. You get the most checkouts being checked out by people. I don't know. I uh, I mean, currently for me, it's still just like coffee places. If I go get coffee, it's probably where I'll be more commonly checked out by somebody than anywhere else. Maybe the mall. Yeah. Hmm. The mall. I feel like I, I, have I don't few really. Time. I don't know. I don't really go a lot of places you neither i don't I'm go pretty, out and if i do i'm very stealth is on my side people have described me as a stealthy individual hmm. so i'm not seen by many hmm. and i'm heard by even fewer isn't that true isn't that true as you sit on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly huh and you already planned out exactly where you're going so you know the yeah. aisle you know the bay you know all the stuff the efficiency you know- is is unheard of. I feel like you were more irate at the fact that they slowed your time in and out of a Walmart when they had to stop you for it it's than true. just anything else. You're like, uh, you mean I have to be here for even a second longer than I absolutely have to? Yeah, I was. This pissed. is outrageous. I'm pretty pissed. Have you ever, um, have you ever stopped? Now, here's the even worse person. If I'm being 100 honest with you, is the person that not only shops at Walmart but on their way out stops at the subway by the door to get a sandwich to go. Oh, even worse, eats it in the Walmart subway. Uh, that person even worse eats it, eats it finishes the last six inches on the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different breed. That's an outcast to society. They're the kind of person that gets mustard on their palm and licks it off, mm. and they don't wipe it. They're just like, oh, I got mu-, and it licks their hand, and not even their finger, but the palm of their hand. To get the condiment off. That's fair. That's fair. Those people aren't uh, breaking new ground, so to say. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're recyclable people. They're reuse, reduce, recycle. They're just the same machine. They're a cog in the clock. They keep it ticking, but they just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. 
guess you have to have those people. You do. And and that's why I choose to go to different different shopping centers. I understand. I understand. I don't blame. Yeah. It's like I can't wrap my head around why people don't want to go to a Walmart. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. You need to shop online now. It's cheaper, too. Yeah, it is. It's less expensive. Yeah. You're also saving gas, which in a time like yeah. this, you and goes you a long way. Ship it out of state. You save taxes. I'm not saying you should do that because it's a crime. But, but if you happen to have a relative or a friend lives across the bridge. Or work. You know, just kind of. Do, do what you need to do. Get done what you need to get done. Yeah. And if, if you have to pay with cash from under the table, there's no try. There's no, there's no money work. trail. Hey, we got to make things work. This is America, the, who's baby. Who's doing the most? You think America got here by following all the rules and guidelines? America did not become America America that way. said, fuck the rules. America saw the top and was like, all right, guys, we're going to lay down the rules for everyone. And we've also made this really nice staircase in the back that some of us are going to use. You don't know about it, but it's there. And that's how that we are who really we are. really is the, Amer- the American way, is the select few who can use that staircase. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because they're so easy with handing out rules to both America oh, yeah. and the rest of the world. Oh, yeah. America is the rule maker for the mm. world globally. And yet they have that staircase sitting in the back that they can just run up and down all day if they need. And, and I feel like the American... Correct me if I'm wrong. The uh, American dream to me is being the exception. Being the exception. Being the exception. In what way? Well, explain that. The exception of what? I mean, you think of, because there's normal, right? There's the n- normal spectrum of life. And then you're like, well, y- you want to be that person. He's like, well, yeah, but, but you know, this guy, he's like the exception to that. I'm like, well, yeah, but he's just the exception. To everything? Yeah. Or to the staircase rule? To, I mean, I guess the staircase rule is the metaphor for everything, yeah. The exception, are the people that are the exception, are they the ones on the staircase? Yes. Oh, so the American dream is working yourself to being one of the people allowed to use the staircase to go past all the rules. Yes. I mean, but that's hard to attain. I feel like in some sense it's literally just you born proximity to the staircase already. I mean, a lot of it is. Not always, but... It, it is a it hard is, shuffle to get to the staircase. But it is a shuffle nonetheless. I mean, it is a shuffle nonetheless. I can't argue with that. I mean, very few truer words have been mm. spoken on this episode than in, than that. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. And be I guess we should exception. all strive to be the exception. I like that. Be the exception to the staircase. Hmm. I'm inspired. Hmm. I'm inspired, too. Um... You want to get into uh, to some of the slam poetry that you were looking Absolute, up and some other random, rather yeah. other random can we, odds can and we ends. Take a quick fiver. Let's take a quick fiver in the wild. How long have we content. been cording? Uh, fifty-four minutes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I Clean think, yeah. fifty-four. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Boop. Kneel before God. Stand before anyone. Man, were. All right, Robert, you did some digging this this week or so, and you found yourself in the wormhole of slam poetry. Slam P, as I like to call it. Can you just enlighten the people on what slam poetry is and and what what that art form is like? Shameful, embarrassing, 
Hippocratic. Hippocratic. <laughs> um, emphasis. Emphasis. Emphasis on hippo. Um, <laughs> because these bitches be big. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say. All right. Well, let's get in this first one. Rachel Wiley. When the fat girl says, stays fat. Oh, slam poach. Oh, goodness gracious. This is mainly about fat chicks. Oh, here we go. She says she simply can't have any french fries. Her thin arms slithering across the table, pulling a few from my plate. She can have self-control's crazy. <laughs> she wants without ever looking like a beast. Without looking like me. It's my thyroid. I make them look so good. She couldn't resist. She will lick the warm salt from her lips. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand. It's like you want to be very... Dis- because the beautiful thing about slam poetry... It's poetry. Unlike any other written art form, is that... It is just the spoken word. I mean, I guess spoken word is very similar in that sense, but at the same time, there's no instrument, there's no music, it's just you and your voice, and there's no melody even. It's just the words that you have to deliver, and so... Often spoken by feminists. Lick the warm salt from her lips. I, you know, have you ever have you ever had that battle, Robert? Have you ever been that person on either side? Have you ever been the person, the fat friend with the fries that everyone else... I, I can't eat these. These are too fat. I could never eat some French fries and then reach across the table to my plate. Have you ever been the fat friend or have you ever been the friend that couldn't eat the fry but took it from no, the heavier but I, set? But I once had a girl acquaintance. take some fries for me and I never spoke to her again. Really? Yeah. So that's And that was I a big enough that. deal breaker for you? Yeah, that pisses me off. If a girl takes your fries? It wasn't how. It was the mannerism and how she did it. She was okay, like, oh, okay. uh, look, I'm so cute. And I'm like, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it's done. like, it's one. I, I don't ended, mind. I ended it there. I was like, we're done. Goodbye. I don't mind if a girl takes my fries. I do. It's how you take the fries. Yeah. That That is the determiner. Ask. Hey, do you mind if I have some ask, fries? Ask. Or if you don't want to ask. I don't mind the move where you take the fry, you just look me right in the eyes, straight face the fry, and you just don't break eye contact. Like, yeah, I'm about to if eat you these. you alpha male? Yeah, uh, if you want to out alpha me for the fries, that's fine. that's fine. But if you do the cutesy, oh, I can get away with it because I'm the girl that's got. I'll hit you. No, I, yeah, I'm going Call to me Chris lay Brown. hands. I will lay hands. Call me Chris I will Breezy. take her by her stupid messy bun and dip her face in the fryer that these fries came from. Amen. You think you could take my fry because what? You're adorable? I will you punt a puppy if he you licks my fries. You can take my freedom, but you can't take my fries. Certainly not, you harlot. William Wallace said that. I believe it was something along those lines. And that was the whole battle for the Scottish Revolution is that English girls kept coming over, taking Scottish guys' fries in their own oh. cute little manner because they got the accent and, and you know. The gay accent. The petite and, and all that. And ugly. Because Scottish, Scottish have got a, um, a heft to them, you know. Tis. Scots have the Scots have produced some burly women, and they're not afraid to eat some fries. Real, some real and that's the thing. They were okay with it at first when they were separated because it's like Scottish women are going to get their own fries. Scottish women don't take fries off their man's plates. They know what they're there for. Hey, we're here to eat. We're here to have a good time. I'm here to eat. I'm buying fries for myself. Amen. And they're not doing shoestring, which is unfortunate because they're my favorite kind of fry. But they're going thick 
potato wedge. Mm. And then when England started to just reach its paws into the Scottish ways, you had these petite little pasty white English girls that were being all cute, giggling and laughing as they just took the wedge and thought that they can get away with it. And someone, thank goodness, William himself stood up and said something. William H. Wallace. And he died for that. He died for your right to eat fries. I respect that. And not fear the taxation That's of, the, of England. That's Sigma. That was, yeah, because we, we warred, America warred with England over taxation, and they did too because they, ta- they were taxing their fries. We get a fry mm-hmm. tax. I get three fries off your plate just because I'm a cute English girl. Not how it works. No. Not in my country. Wow. Like seductive. One time I dared to eat an apple at a bus stop. Honey crisp, slightly chilled. And a car veered across two lanes of traffic to splash my fat body with shame. That was me. Have you ever been splashed with shame, Robert? With shame? With shame. No, because I don't feel shame. Oh, really? Huh. You think there's a big advantage to that? There's a huge advantage. Are there any disadvantages? Nope. And if there were, you didn't feel bad about them anyways. I mean, it depends on what you think a disadvantage is. That's a good point. Depends on who's playing the game. Yeah, I'll gaslight you. I gotcha. I gotcha. I mean, that's rough. I mean, just because she was trying to eat an apple, trying to be mm-hmm. healthy, it's... attacked, that's terrorism. You know, oh, I ain't, that's, I'm that's, glad we have that's someone... That's fatphobic. I'm, uh... Words are words, and they speak volumes but when it's put in an artful manner it it goes a lot further Mm. okay continue so the fact that we have a spokeswoman like this that's able to take on the art of slam poetry it's taking the burden away from i from the rest of us that aren't able to hold it up themselves she's clearly already can hold a lot by the look of her build so now she's just added the burden of everyone else to it which is really light work for her amen so it should be all right Honey crisp, slightly chilled. Oh, slightly chilled. And a car veered across two lanes of traffic to splash my fat body with shame. Mm. When she ran away from dinner to chase the sparkle of her own collarbones, she was lovingly coaxed back to eating. Mm. A Mm. prodigal prom queen returned to a gown it never came in plus size anyway. You want to be a pump. <laughs> I love the clap. The one clap going on the background. Uh, if you ever do that in your life, ironic, uh, unironically, kill yourself. The prodigal prom queen who has returned. Mm. And the prom dress never came in extra large anyways. Plus size. Or plus size anyways. See, she's not wearing an extra large. <laughs> yeah. Um you're not a prom queen if you're plus size. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know if you can't be a prom queen if you're no, plus sized. You, I I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it shouldn't be done. You yeah. shouldn't prom prom queens are for beautiful women. You know, Robert, I don't think either. I don't look at the. I don't care because they're all seventeen. So that's fucking weird. 
plus sized or not. I'm a judge. That's that's a little strange. I'm a judge for five year olds. Okay. Yeah, I might have a little bit more questions for you than her, actually. I need to hear your slam poetry because I'm sure you've got a lot to let off your shoulders. Well, you can hear my slam poetry at the Coconut off 8th in, in Maine. In Delaware on the weekends. <laughs> got Milwaukee Best going around the whole room. Hey, man. Everyone's having a good time. Still not strong enough. I still sometimes curl myself around hunger. No, do you? Still sometimes only curling you'll do. refuse <laughs> Let the hunger rattle through me a train I might Bitch. at least get to ride into lightness. She's never been hungry. But hunger never made me his girl. No matter how sweet I begged him to stay. Hunger loves me, same as so many men, pants half on, same men who have wives and daughters at home counting carbs, never once suspecting that I am her father's fat mistress. Cap, stop the cap. So hold on, so hold on, hold on, let me get this straight. So, Hunger loves you, but he doesn't want to tie the knot. Hunger is also for the boys. Family men, bachelors, doesn't matter. Hunger is for the boys. Pants half on, pants on, pants off. Doesn't really matter. Hunger is for them. But those boys who enjoy that hunger, then that hunger drives them through life, they don't know that that same hunger has made her its fat mistress. Has it now? So we are doing dealings with... The man who is hunger. Why why does the hunger have to be male? What does that say about her past childhood and traumas? Why is hunger in the thing? Why is it male? Why is it not feminine? Uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering why she's doing slam poetry. I think that's the more concerning part. But uh, I don't know. I think well, I mean, she, she wasn't she going might... to do gymnastics. Well, so, I mean, fair. at this point, that's what fair. else is she going to do? Except for get light snaps from the crowd whenever she delivers a bar. She's going to do a lot of McDonald's. I mean, she, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. She has 14 like, filet of fish little, not like, Wendy's. rapper Wendy's, thing. Oh, Wendy's sound good. Yeah. Yeah. And Robert, that hunger uh-huh. right there has yeah. made this fat bitch its mistress. Uh, you know the difference? So be careful what deals you make. Oh, yeah? And with who you make them with because hunger will get us all. I can, I probably can add something to, to her vocabulary. I mean, it might change her whole entire slam poetry career, but mm, do you mm. think do you think she might want an extra word in her vocabulary? It, and if not, that's fine. But if so, I I'm more than happy to share. I think I think she I think she might be able to to take on a, a um, another word, another facet of the English language. Okay, okay, uh, and that word is self control. Those are two words, Robert. That's one. I, well, I guess you could write it that way, yes. Yeah, yes. that's one. All right. And and this is where, and I don't mean to, I don't want to, I don't want to say you're wrong right off the bat with the self-control implication, but you don't understand. Mm. You don't really understand because. What, I, what? I mean, you're a former 
hefty boy. It has nothing to do with self. There's no self-betterment that comes with losing weight. It has nothing to do... When you're fat, it's not your fault. Mm. Cardiologists might disagree. No, 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 no. Okay, that's fine. No, no the cardiologists will, will say it's you that you're fat. Yeah. They won't say it's your fault. And if they do, they should be fired immediately. And I'll tell you why. Because mm. it isn't your fault. It is hunger. The pimp that he is. Mm. Who pimps out all of these potentially beautiful, blossoming women. It's your glucose. That's that's what's really screwing you over. Glucose is the exchange rate on which mm. that pimp works. And and you're like the Russian currency and you're just crashing. Yes, basically. Wow. Well, and and wow. so yeah, I, I'm I thank you for making that analogy cuz I I was just hateful towards fats and now I'm even more hateful. Turn but, the mic the other way so you're talking into it. But uh now I understand my hatred for them. I'm I'm glad that you were able to be enlightened through that. Um, I think that that was that was fire. I think you should listen to more of her stuff. Uh, Rachel Wiley, she's a big person. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she is a big person in in the uh, in the in the heavier set slam poetry. Let's get in the next one. I don't actually know which one this is. Uh, oh, this is this is more of the same lady. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, so yeah. are there other people in this, or is it all Rachel yeah. Wiley? No, no, there's other people. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we get a two-parter from here. Yeah. Rachel Wiley, the poem is called The Fat Joke. Mm. Let's proceed. Uh, see, I wasn't aware it was, di- it was the same person. I just saw The it. old joke goes, patient walks into the doctor's office, says, doctor, it hurts when I move my arm like this. What should I do? And the doctor says, so don't move your arm like that. Now, fat girl walks into doctor's office, says, doctor, it hurts when I move my arm like this. What should I do? And the doctor says, have you considered weight loss surgery? Fat girl walks into the doctor mm, for a mm. flu shot and gets a lecture about BMI. Fat girl walks into the doctor's with an earache and gets asked if she's ever eaten a salad. Fat girl walks into the doctor. <laughs> Have you imagined? Uh, okay. <laughs> Imagine that for her. You walk in. <laughs> hey, doc, I've just, I've been having a really a ringing in my right ear. It's, it's stabbing pain. It's shooting through my whole head. I'm having a hard time sleeping. Um, have you, and in this, I don't know if this is relating. Have you ever picked up a leafy green in your life? You whale. I, I, God bless that doctor. Uh, doc, I, I, um, I just, I, oh, could you, here, you, you could take the second half of this conversation. Okay. Me. Doc, I just, I, but I, I was in here for my ear. My ear hurts. It, I don't know if you. Yeah, that I, I understand you, you're saying your ear hurts and you're valid for saying that. But have you ever had a Cobb salad? Without the ranch. And without those little croissants. I, I I don't I don't see how this is pertinent. I, and and honestly, oh, it I, is. It is. Your ear you wouldn't fun fact, healthy humans have zero problems. Your your BMI is is uh it actually broke the chart. Um uh, which I've never experienced, so yeah. Um Maybe pick up a leafy green. Is this... Dr. R, have you ever heard of slam poetry? First of all, my it's Dr. G. Do Dr. You? G, have you ever heard of slam poetry? I have, yeah. I have. Have you ever been to the coconut? 
off no, of Milwaukee I'm and Manchester. Busy making money. Let me tell you what, doctor. Oh, tell me. Tell me a political political science major. I, I majored in feminist dance theory. <laughs> That's funny. I bet you can't dance. You can expect your name to be uttered inside the coconut tonight. Uh-huh. And I know that you might scoff at me. You mm-hmm. might look at me and think that I'm just another one of those fat girls. I'm a fat girl. I can't come in here and I can't ask for help and for love and for kindness and for acceptance from me, my own doctor. I understand. Mm. And I know that you're probably very closed-minded. You probably force your wife to just anguish in the gym day after day because if she even gained a single pound, you'd just leave her in an instant. And I know that's probably the person that you are, but I tell you what. You're goddamn right. I tell you what. When I get a DXL tonight and I finish shopping for my 5X blouse, when I put that on and I step to that microphone and I'm looking my best, Mm. not what you've defined as good, Mm. but what I've defined as good within me and who I am. Yeah, what society is defined as good. I will, your name will be uttered and finger snaps. Okay. Will roar in the room of the coconut as I take you to town in poetry. Okay. And that's fair. And in my rebuttal to you is you're more than welcome back into my office. Um, I and I will give you the advice to be healthy. You understand. And at the coconut, as you say, which is ironic because you've never eaten a coconut in your life. You've eaten coconut flavored Twinkies, but that's it. In the coconut tonight, when you'll be snapping your fingers against a doctor who is advising for your life, your health, and safety, I will be more than happy to bring each and every one of you in for an autopsy because you will all die of cardiac arrest within three (laughs) to five years. And you're welcome. Goodbye. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Let's take us back. Walks into the doctor for a flu shot and gets a lecture about BMI. Fat girl walks into the doctor's with an earache and gets asked if she's ever eaten a salad. Fat girl walks into the doctor's office with a spider bite and the doctor obsesses over how low her blood pressure is. (laughs) Okay, okay. You go with a spider bite, you've been poisoned. You just got bit by a rattlesnake. And we, we, we mentioned uh, on a phone call earlier this week of what a spider bite can do to you. It can literally take your leg. Robert knows a guy who got bit by a brown recluse. His leg is gone now. No biggie. You're telling me that the, you've experienced it where you were bit by a poisonous spider and the first thing they asked was about your BMI. They weren't rushing you to the back and trying to find like an maybe, anti-venom or well, something. Maybe if you were bit by a venomous spider... They would take it more seriously, but since it's a poisonous spider, it's not such a Oh, big it was idea. just like a little bump? It's like, ah, you're good. Well, it's probably because they were like, oh, don't worry. There wasn't enough venom There's in that spider to fat. get through your yeah. fat to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Which you're I, it's valid. You're, you're fine. It's valid. <laughs> don't worry. Your blood is already solidified. Yeah. It's not going to flow through your bloodstream. It pretty much dead-ended where it started. Yeah. That didn't yeah. go nowhere. Your blood is thick chocolate. <laughs> for such a fat person.
person anyway, insists on checking it three times before he'll believe it, forgets completely about the mass of purple spider venom that brought her here to begin with. <laughs> Fat girl walks purple. into the doctors to ask about anti Those are spider veins. Those are varicose veins. Yeah, there you go. Instead, because obviously her depression is because of her fat. And Probably obviously, is. fat bodies never exercise and stay yep, fat. That's fat. Fat girl walks into the doctor's office for a standard three month follow up appointment, and the doctor says, Have you considered that weight loss surgery yet? Fat girl gets tired of constantly being diagnosed as fat. So fat girl stops walking into the doctor's office. Fat girl walks into the world and says, world, it hurts to exist like this. And the world says, so stop existing like that. Fat girl walks through a world that would rather she slice herself open than to exist as she does. Side effects be damned. Fat girl walks through a world you can't just be damned the side effects of obesity. You can't just do that because it's there's literally so your choice. many side effects to it. You can't just side effects be damned it. You can't just push those off to the side like those aren't actually important part of this. Can I see her this. again? Wow. Here's she, the thing. Here's can the you problem. please? Yeah. You're much better at describing people than I. Please describe her. Well, okay, and this is what I was going to say about that is here's the problem. I can understand if you're like a girl who is not built like a princess. Yeah, like you're not you don't have a tiny waist and hips and all the little like it's mo yeah. Got a little face, that, pretty face. Or like if a girl has complaints, like I feel bad for girls that just happen to have a wider rib cage. Mm. That's like a really hard thing for girls because this is like if you have a wider rib cage, you are only going to be so skinny. At your skinniest, you're only going to be so narrow yeah. because it's just how you're built. So I can 100% understand that. But why Why is it that the spokespeople for body positivity are four bills plus where it's like, dude, it, you could – if you literally just started eating normally <laughs> – you would shed through a hundred pounds in like five months. You have so much excess weight to lose that if you just ate like a single sandwich for lunch, dinner, and breakfast, you I, would be fine. I could, I could do you one better. You wouldn't have to eat for a year and you'd be fine. Yeah, I don't understand this. Where it's like this isn't, this isn't just like I'm literally my bone structure. I'm not gonna ever look like the tiny girl in, ever, in the Instagram model. I'm never gonna be the Instagram model. I understand that, but why is it? She's not even like a little chubby, or she, or it's like complaining about being shamed for not being spindly skinny. You are. You, I have, I can't, I'm surprised you can make it into a car that isn't a sliding door. Like, that's what I, You know she drives a Prius that leans heavily to one side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She takes left turns really, <laughs> really sharp. Right turns are really wide. How, how much would you say she weighs? Oh, I'd love to get her on a scale. I mean, it's easily 380. <laughs> close to, it's probably closer to four. four, but it's, 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 wow. Could you imagine being a like? Well, I don't I, know how tall she is. She's not tall, but she isn't. Well, I mean, then I'm maybe sure. she's like three fifty. Could Could you imagine being like not a tall person and being three hundred plus pounds? Like, I get it. My my brother in law is a big guy. Yeah, it's normal for him to be huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like yeah. Okay, you're six eight. Yeah. You're yeah, gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be a big. large person. Yeah, but to be five four. And three fifty. 
Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm going to clap. I'm going to... If, if this triggers Congrats, you... You pranked yourself. If that triggers you, get some help. That's the sound of her ste- like going down a staircase. Just her rolls just oh. slapping back on its... <laughs> But she her couldn't. St- she could never go that fast down a staircase. Her, st- it would take her uh, thirty seconds to get down one step. I'll tell you what. This girl is not shuffling her way to America's back staircase. She is not one of the set apart whatever we said they were. Be the uh, exception. She's not an exception. No. Have you ever, have you ever been going up a staircase and happened to be caught behind a heavier set uh, person? Uh. No, I don't think I have, but I don't go up a lot of staircases mm. other than in my own home. I've been okay. caught behind my dad, and that takes forever. <laughs> well, your dad is. That's because my dad can't walk very well. Yeah. <laughs> your dad's half machine. So. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much held up by wires. <laughs> well, okay, let's let's get a let's get a little bit of a change up. Let's go to um Neil Hillborn and his uh poem this one's, this called one's great. OCD. Take it away, Neil. By button, button Poetry. The first time I saw her, everything in my head went quiet. All the ticks, all the... All of the... They, did they all have to use the same delivery? When I once walked in, life was hard for me. But alas, penis came in and wrecked my ass. A straight shot to the back. Back a shots. loss for words. Quenched. A feeling. With pain. <sighs> Anguish. And democracy among all. Constantly <laughs> <laughs> refreshing images just disappear. When you have obsessive compulsive disorder, you don't really get quiet moments. Even in bed, I'm thinking, that I walk through yet, I watch man's yet, I walk through yet, I watch man's yet. When I saw her, the only thing I could think about was the hairpin curve of her lips, or the eyelash on her cheek, the eyelash on her cheek, the eyelash on her cheek. I knew I had to talk to her. I asked her about six times in 30 seconds. She said yes after the third one, but none of them felt right, so I had to keep going. On our first date, I spent more time organizing my meal by color than I did eating or fucking talking to her. But she loved it. She loved that I had to kiss her goodbye 16 times or 24 times if it was Wednesday. She loved that it took me forever to walk home because there are lots of cracks on her sidewalk. When we moved in together, she said she felt safe, like no one would ever rob us because I definitely locked the door 18 times. <laughs> I kind of like this one. <laughs> it's it, it's good until the end, and then it it oh, does it take sp- a does it, it take a turn? Spirals. Okay, okay. I was gonna say, so far I'm on board. I no, no, I, 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 I like this the door one too. Lock. I like this one too, but it kind of spirals. Okay, here we go. I mean, he's he he's taking a very aggressive approach to oh, the yeah. delivery. Like he could probably tone it down just a little bit and mm. still be crushing. He could be a little uh, sober about it. He could be sober minded about it for sure. When she said she loved me, her mouth would curl up at the edges. At night, she'd lay in bed and watch me turn all the lights off. And on and off 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 and on and off. She'd close her eyes and imagine that days and nights were just passing in front of her. Some mornings, I'd start kissing her goodbye, but she'd just leave because I was making her late for work. When I stopped at a crack in the sidewalk, she just kept walking. 
When she said she loved me, her mouth was a straight line. She told me I was taking up too much of her time. Last week, she started sleeping at her mother's place. She told me that she shouldn't have let me get so attached to her, that this whole thing was a mistake. But how can it be a mistake that I don't have to wash my hands after I touch her? Love is not a mistake. It's killing me. He just lost me completely. I don't know what just happened there. I mean, I was really following it. I kind of liked it. I mean, he was really doing a... That was kind of a, a heater. But then he said something. What about the washing the hands? You have to wash your hands after touching her? He didn't have to. That's how much she loved her. Oh, oh, is that a th oh? Because you, he's he's real OCD. Yeah. She loved me. Her mouth was a straight line. She told me I was taking up too much of her time. Last week, she started sleeping at her mother's place. She told me that she shouldn't have let me get so attached to her. That this whole thing was a mistake. But how can it be a mistake that I don't have to wash my hands after I touch her? Love is not a mistake. It's killing me. She's been fun away from this, and I just can't. I can't go out and find someone new because I always think of her. Usually, when I obsess over things, I see germs sneaking into my skin. I see myself crushed by an endless possession of cars, and she was the first beautiful thing I ever got stuck on. I want to wake up every morning thinking about the way she holds her steering wheel, how she turns shower knobs like she's opening a safe, how she blows out candles, 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 blows out. Now, I just think about who else is kissing her. I can't breathe because he only kisses her once. He doesn't care if it's perfect. I want her back so bad. I leave the door unlocked. Mm. I leave the lights on. <laughs> Yo, that was a heater through and through. I don't even know. That shit was fire beginning to end. What a ball. I mean, listen, his delivery was choppy. His delivery was choppy. I thought that he could have been less aggressive. I understand it was a passionate thing for him, but he could have toned it back a little bit. But I really like the ending. I leave the door unlocked. I leave the light. What a bar. What a good bar to end it on. That's probably, you know what's sad for that dude? That'll probably be the highlight of his life. <laughs> like, that's probably the most he'll attain. <laughs> but at the same time, the shit was kind of good. I wasn't I was mad at that one. Especially after hearing the first two. So I have something to compare it to. And I'm mm -hmm. like, Day and night, much better. I can actually feel the pain on that one more than I can feel the pain on the other girl. I don't know, because I just... I can... I can... It, that one seems somewhat... Are your headphones cutting out? Mm -mm. Oh, is it just mine? What the hell is going on with my headphones then? Check, 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 check. Check, check, check. Oh, there we go. Um... It's a little more believable than the spider bite being neglected because of the BMI, if I'm being 100% honest. Or even really, now that I heard her other claims, the cutting across two lanes just to splash her body with shame, which I assume is just a puddle or something. And what, what, what did she, did she feel like it was definitely an attack on her? Two lanes away while driving, this person saw mm. an apple in your hand on the side of the road and was like, in the split second right then, I need to shame this fat woman for eating an apple by cutting across and yep. running through that puddle. World for a mo full of monsters, man. Man, I just, I mean, the fact that it has to be true, because why would such a, I mean, she's a big spokesman for, spokesperson for that community that she wouldn't lie. I mean, that would tarnish her oh, reputation. Yeah. I mean, so it must of, be a real those, interaction. Well, those type of people never lie. Never? Never. No. I mean, us normies lie. Oh, we lie. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, but she's ro risen above us. Well, she's too. She 
She consumes those lies. She consumes a lot. <laughs> she consumes everything. It's probably more than 3,000 calories. probably what she does best what is consumption. What do you think her calorie intake is? Uh, you say sub or above five? Oh, it's five at least. It's probably sitting at a clean five or it's just right between the four, 450 to fives. Mm, and then. Yeah. Could you imagine eating that much a day? That's what I always think. I see these really fat people, and I'm like, how do you spend that much on food? Yeah, it's got to be a lot of... Well, also, or are you super efficient? Yeah, like, what's the most efficient way of eating bad food? Like, what's the worst food that you have to get? Like, what are you Walmart? packing into your they meals? shop at Walmart. Yeah, but there are there's, like, regular food at Walmart, so you have to be getting Is the there? worst things for you. So well, it's like... Food at Walmart has an extra 10 calories, and I don't know if you know that. Minimum. Yeah, but that's just you know that's just part of the deal. But I don't think that extra ten is really forcing people into the four four plus size. You know what I mean? That's and fair. so you've got to really be playing the game on hard mode. Yeah, like you got to be getting up early just to get a head start on eating bad food for the day mm. to be able to keep up with that pace. Uh, this last one is just called cringe slam poetry. I feel like I am being watched. Every step I take, they are judging my choices. <laughs> I've seen this one around. I've seen the... Isn't... isn't no, the, this isn't... Oh, this, no, this no, isn't that this, one. Oh, I was is, thinking... This is an insane one. Okay, okay. I was I actually mistaken for another one. Okay, these Don't are two, rape. Two, Yeah, the rape one no, is the one I was thinking rape of. One. Okay, these are two girls. This is called... Uh, Real men don't rape. This is Miriam and uh, Rhiannon. Rihanna, R H I A N N O N. Yeah, that's a. You know that's that a that's a poetry mess name. right there. And this yeah. is called Cat Poem. I feel like I am being watched. Every step I take, they are judging my choices. They, they are breathing at my neck. neck. They are scrutinizing my every move. The paranoia escalates. And I don't understand why I feel like I am being watched. Until I remember that at any given time, there are at least five cats in my household. Romeo Lovebug Bandit. That's her full name, not three different cats. Buffy the Rat Slayer, a.k.a. the Chosen One. La Bella Luna Tuna. Gandalf the Grey. Lady and Juliet Catulet. You, you have cat to be kitten me right now. Don't underestimate their significance. Isaac Newton invented the cat door. That's Sir Isaac Newton, who also did the gravity stuff. See, the comfort and ease of kittens is up there with the three laws of motion that govern the universe. These felines have explored space, the White House, and can see in the dark. They can turn their ears a hundred... Only thing I can think is what a three some of these two would look like, and it would be insane. Wild. It would be insane. It'd be wildly disappointing. I mean, I don't even know. It might not be. A lot of cats involved, that's for sure. It'd be uh, definitely some dander in the air. <laughs> 80 degrees. If you own one, you are less likely to die of cardiovascular disease. You know why my heart is so strong? Because I love my cats so much. And if you don't, guess who felt the same? Hitler. Literally Hitler. And guess who beat him? world domination cats there are cats on every continent even antarctica here's a statistic or rather cat statistic it's a lot it's I, a lot. I i don't know i don't know if i would just hand the victory of the defeation of hitler to cats i don't i i, I was following along somewhat but until when, that part yeah, they lost me I there i was like i don't i think i don't think that was because 
don't get me wrong. I like cats. I, I, think, I think I, I like cats more powers. than dogs. But at the same time, I don't okay, well, know if I would. Wait, really? Yeah. We'll have to discuss that later. It's just because I don't, because, um, I don't know, my personality. Yeah, I like to be left alone. Mm. And so do cats. So I get along with cats more than I get along with okay. dogs. Yeah, you're going to die alone. Yeah, I'm that's not, a, I'm, I, well, that's why I prefer it. So I'm not, uh. I'm not a pussy that needs emotional support oh, from an animal. Like, gotcha. I can actually get through life on my own. Oh, wow. So, I could go without an animal, or I guess if I really want one, I'd take a cat. See? Right there. I need a snap for that one. Are 86.4 million cats in the United States alone, and, and all of them are mine. And they have little squishy paws. And they're great filmmakers. If, if it weren't for cats, YouTube, YouTube wouldn't, wouldn't exist. exist. They evolved specifically to be domesticated by humans. They were Facts, bars. I don't know if any of those facts, they really lost me at the second half. When it hit Hitler, Hitler was a great divide for me. And I know was Hitler it? was a great divide for a lot of people back it's, in the it's day. It's crazy how Hitler continues to divide To the be world. so divisive. Yeah. It, it's true because I, after the Hitler part, I've really lost all sense of understanding about what they're talking. I kind of mm. feel, now I'm starting to feel like how you felt in the beginning of this episode when I was rambling on about AIDS. I kind of get it now because... First off, cats don't, they didn't film themselves. That's fair. That's fair. Someone else filmed them. They, there may be a great thing to watch on film. Cats make great actors. That's legitimate. Um, But they're not great filmmakers. Mm. Do you think Marvel start putting budgets on cats and be like, hey, we'll just let the next thing get produced by Sparkles? <laughs> well, I mean, there was a film called Cats. And, yeah, and you know, that didn't, I mean, that bombed horribly. What? Why do you think that bombed? I don't know. It could be because <laughs> cats aren't that great. That's fair. You know what I mean? Or hey, I will yeah. become small and cute, so they will adopt. Or because Hitler wasn't involved. Oh, I bet you if Hitler were involved, that thing would have crushed. That's fair. That's fair. And I can have free food all the time. Brilliant. Their adorableness does not just come naturally; it's, it's a survival mechanism. mechanism. Cats formulated their meows to simulate a human baby crying, so, so that, that we have a psychological need to give them attention. attention. You know what else they are? Soft, cute, fat. If cats could write poetry, they would sound like meow. <laughs> if cats could write poetry, they would soft, cute, and fat. If they could write poetry, they'd sound like the last girl. <laughs> Probably be more articulate. Probably a little bit. I bet you I would give cats credit. Cats I don't want to demean cats nah, like that. Cats are pretty fit. Yeah, cats are jumping on roofs and stuff. It's only the cats that the only time cats are fat is when the owners is forcing them. Yeah, to, or just basically is, just giving them sexually food without violating them. I've never really gotten into the dark world of of what happens to cats in in the uh, sexual assault side Market, of things. Marketplace, but um. You know, so I can't speak to that. Okay, that's with fair. authority that's or, or knowledge. Okay, well, let's finish yeah. the last couple seconds of this. Meow, 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 meow. Wow, that was wow. beautiful. Amen. That was beautiful. Amen. I, I feel like. Have you been enlightened? I feel like I need to find a slam poetry bar somewhere. Do you or something feel like, like you need to smoke a cigarette? <sighs> I mean, it was so powerful. It was so immersive. It was so emotional that it did. It it makes me. I feel like I need a cigarette break to just be able to in to free myself 
from how I was drawn so far into their world through their poetry and through their words of both cats, OCD, and the struggle of an overweight female. Mm-hmm. That it's like I can only take on so much knowledge, so much truth, so much of of that burden on my at, at one time, and I need a break for a nice Marlboro Red at this moment, probably, mm. in order to continue. Are you a Marble Mar Marble? Are you Marble Red that guy? No, I'm more. I mean, I guess I was always smoking Americans. I'm American kind of boy. I, I recently found out because I've you know I've talked to. Uh, degenerates um, yeah. in my lifetime about no cigarettes. Few. And they've informed me that because I said, I, you know, I don't really smoke, but, you know, every, you know, six months or so, I I smoke a good uh, American Spirit Black. Yeah. And they inform me that's, they say, wow, uh, that's, that's like the strongest out there. Yeah. I didn't know that. American Spirits are the strongest nicotine contained like uh. cigarettes that you could find probably in local gas station in America. Oh, they okay. have like most cigarettes have five percent nicotine and American spirits contain typically eight percent nicotine. And then the black ones are the ones that are aged for the longest. Mm. And so they have the strongest like so flavor. What, is, what I guess, does that too. say? Because I quite enjoy them. I don't know. I started off with American Spirits Blacks too. So because well, you're not a pussy. No, no. You know, I, I you're about it. If you're gonna get cancer, I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's because I think we're patriot. I think we're based. Yeah. I think what it says about us is that we're very based let's, people. Let's go smoke a cigarette after this. Let's do that. We're yeah. gonna do that right after this, probably. Um, I've got a few. I've got a few uh, in that lane of of art. You know. Okay, that's fair. And expression. I've got a few freestyles that I just decided to, um, because I thought, you know, the Christian freestyle, mm. a Christian rap song is one thing. It's great. But when you're flowing off the top, you're allowing God to just speak through you without any preparation and just mm. let his words and his truths be made known. Just, and, and honestly, the it's like, you're not even saying it. You're not even writing it. You're not thinking it. You're letting it do it for you. You're mm. just being a vessel for the truth that can be put out there for that minute or two that you're barring up over a beat. And so I've got a few that I'm, you know, just wanted to show you. Here we, uh, here's one of them. Let me take it back from the beginning. Hey, let me tell you something here. If you guys say that I'm losing you. Now, if you have to leave, then it was never love. Cause see, God is love and he never leaves. He never stays. So, hey, you can say what you guys want to say. It doesn't mean that I have to hide on Dusty. I'm not even having faith. I'm just gonna say what I mean. I never had a plate. No one ever was a snake. Hey, hey, who kisses are you really? Then I got an Apple Watch. Then I'm fine with that. I'm going down to the car when I need you. I need you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> Is this what they call mumble rap? I got, I got, you know what I got out of that? How many seconds have we listened to it? It looks like he's got like a dumb, dumb sucker in his mouth as he's rapping. uh, How many seconds have we listened to? That is 36 seconds. Uh, Out of 36 seconds, I got the word Apple Watch. And that's it. I heard Apple Watch and ding, ding, ming, and hong, ping, ping. Maybe he's speaking Mandarin. Yeah, I think he's maybe aiming for a different demographic. Who knows? That's Who knows? fair. That's I'll give fair. him a few more seconds to bar up, okay. but, you know, I, I don't know about this. Don't you understand that? Hey, but people that have that work behind the desk, they can't get the appointments right. That's what yes, you want to say. Hey, I ain't got 
He didn't even attempt a word there. Hmm. It was just what? speaking in tongues. Uh, what? Maybe state, that's what it is. What state do you think he's from? That's my real question. Oh, um, you know, I don't know. I really can't peg this guy down for a particular state. I'm going with Louisiana, but that's me. I could see it. I could see it. Not too deep in there, but just like somewhere in those weird one-off middle states. Louisiana's off to the right-ish kind of, you know? All right. I got another one for you. This is uh, Brother in Christ, Julio. Okay. That's a good name. Um, He's a Brosafina in Christ. Brother in Christ, Julio Essay, and Holy Shooter Freestyle, a gospel rap. Amen. So the two rappers are are Julio Essay and Holy Shooter. Mm. And they're going to give us a gospel rap right here. There's some two bros chilling in the hallway, ready to bar up for us. Mm. What am I supposed to do? And I'm just trying to look for you. And this is what I need, dude. I'm trying to find Jesus in my life every day. And every single time I'm feeling like I'm fighting demons every day. Like... For sure, I never really know. My mama never cared, so she was never there, though. So I know all this pain was just hurting me, but putting me through misery. The shit was riding for the death of me. It was an industry. Oof. Yeah. That was, that was, I mean, I don't mean to yeah. be. That was um, Julio Essay. Wow. And so now we're going to get a little bit of taste of Holy Shooter's contribution. Because okay. it was a little bit short. It was short, but sometimes you don't need a lot quick. to make quick. the point known. I'd okay. say quick, not short. His mother wasn't there for him. Can I say short is rather short is demeaning. It, it's, it's like it's like you didn't meet a standard or it, something. It's height limiting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that was quick. quick. It was quick because quick could be done right, but still in a fast manner. Yeah, it's okay? positive. It was a bit quick. I know his mother wasn't there for him. Think Jesus loves him, and something about the industry against him. And so now we're going to get a taste of Holy Shooter's contribution. Uh, let him take the mic away. Three. Yup. Yeah. We out here trying to, trying to heal people. We need healing from Jesus. He's the only one that gives it. Yup. Begging for forgiveness. Yup. Used to be a sinner and now we are winners. Huh? In heaven we going to be eating and we're, dinner and with the king. Oh, oh. Oh, did you hear that? Wow. Did he say the N-word? No, but I was waiting for it. Okay. Weren't you? <laughs> like, as soon as I oh, get the heart in her, I was like, eh, something's coming around the corner. Something's coming. See something around the bend? He 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 rhymed inner with king. We're uh, eating dinner with the king. Okay. We're eating dinner. Okay. I don't uh, this next one rap. right here is time to remove your mask. Mm. And put on his shield. Mm. Christian freestyle. Now, this is a bit of an older woman that's uh, doing a different approach to freestyle. Oh, so I'll let you just okay. get a, get a, a feel for rapper. this one. All yeah, right. full female in here. LG God's Warrior. LG God's Warrior. Look okay. about SoundCloud. Lord, you come and you give. Because I know it's not even about us, Lord. That's right, fool. But what about the times when we are suffering in silence? Because I was slinging dope for the homies, fool. So I can get by. 
kids and wife are starting to fall. Yeah, I'm hurting, but it's okay. They're happy. Why are you? Why, why did you pick the Hispanic cholo? She's Hispanic. She is not. She's black. Same difference. <laughs> nope. Okay. It doesn't sound it's like that at all either. Okay. We walk around yeah, we're slinging cane. <laughs> not from you. Trying to cover the hurt we feel inside. Mm. We walk around from so long ago, Lord. Lord. I like that tone. How do you get that tone? I walk around so long. It's like Bob Dylan. Hey, <laughs> I'm Bob Dylan. Walk around our freedom, Lord. A little oh, bit like yeah. do it. It's very, uh, it's very nasally. Mm. It's very na- You don't fair. hear a lot of people doing that in the industry, so she's really changing the game, I think. Oh. Let's go. We walk around with a mask on, Lord. Do you think at all that she could be talking about COVID? I think it's an po- anti-masker. I, I think so. Freestyle. She looks like an anti-masker. Yeah, I'm getting the vibe that she could possibly. She is wearing a camo-esque jacket. Ooh. Is that not a flannel? Screams. Well, it's got a zipper on it, so oh, that's okay. a little strange. That's fair. But screams anti-mask. Now, okay, you say anti. That's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'm not anti. I'll call him mask hesitant. But but the word you use, anti. Yeah. Not anti. Anti-mask. Anti-mask. Hmm. I don't know. I guess it's interchangeable. Interesting. What's the? I guess it depends on what I what scenario I'm. Because hmm. here's the thing: I say anti if I'm gonna be like I'm kind of anti that. Yeah. But I'll be if it's a phrase like the antichrist. I say the antichrist. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's a Walmart shopper thing. It could be. It could be. I may have picked that up in the yeah. in the aisles because I always say anti in the big blue aisle. Whether you say anti all the time. Anti. Yeah. Really. What about when you're talking to, like, your mom's sister? My mom doesn't have a sister. And if you were? Auntie. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, okay, I found this video. I found this video of this dude who apparently is a Christian rapper. This is not a freestyle. Okay. And he gets pulled up. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. Basically, like, someone, like, um... Pulls up on him? Yeah, but it's someone from like a hospital, like a EMT, basically. You're protected, bro. Look, um, can you guys just, can you just tell them what you told me, please? You, you're going to have to go to the hospital. Can you just tell me why? Because we got a complaint that you might harm yourself. That uh, is a lie from cops. the devil. I just want you guys to know that this is a lie from the oh. devil. My father in heaven, suicide is a sin. I would never kill myself. Yeah, right. Guys, you guys are seeing this firsthand what the devil does through through my own mother, bro. She's told these guys that I'm trying to kill myself. I'm downstairs writing music for Jesus because tomorrow I'm about to go to the studio. And I knew that the devil was planning something. Right, this is crazy. Phone. Okay. This isn't funny. This guy's delusional. <laughs> that boy is on his last legs mentally. Yeah. That's an unfortunate. I just stumbled across wow. that one. Way to stumble. Way to stumble upon. If there's one thing Ian's good at, it's stumbling upon. I like. I do tend to stumble onto things. Upon stumble upon upon things. I stumble upon things because you are upon, which is upon. which is upon. You're the a koi upon fish and the Yukon. Look on koi fish. Koi fish. Yeah, bars, bars all the way. 
Uh, I've got a bunch of these Christian remixes that I've that we we played a few of them. Was it last week or was it the week before? Week I, prior. Week prior, and um, I like these prior. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna play through. Uh, I'll show you one of them right now, and we'll we'll hit a, a few in the next week's podcast. Okay. Um, this is a remix to Camilla, Camilla Cabello, Cam, Camilla Cabello, Camilla Cabello. Uh, her song Havana. And uh, Christian Havana. remix by uh, Becca Shea. Mm. Here you go, Becca. Take it away. Mm. Sounds like trash already. I think it's the same beat. Hosanna, Hosanna. All of my heart is crying. Hosanna, Hosanna. <laughs> He's coming back soon. We need him more than ever. Mm. All of my heart is crying, Hosanna. He's raising up a standard, Hosanna, Hosanna. We need to wake up, acknowledge his presence. When he comes in, don't do anything, cause there's a mistake. That's right, we need to shoot forever in our midnight. Your race is up, and I'm says he's gonna help us win it. He got me feeling like. That's a good question. See, go ahead. What what pushes somebody to feel the need to do this? Manipulation. I mean, there's definitely got to be a little bit of it in there somewhere. A hundred percent. Someone older and like of us in a bit like a place of power is definitely like toyed with this person in some way. But what, why why not the urge to just write your own song? Why the urge to write a remix to a song with new lyrics? I don't know. She's got a good voice. No, she does. I mean, she's she, she's good. Yeah, she's got. She could um, write a song, but why not just write her own song? Well, because people have good voices, but people also don't know how to write music. You understand this? You are a music man of of yourself. I am a music man of myself, uh, and it's difficult to write lyrics. But she's she's already wrote the lyric part. She just needs an instrumental. I don't know. I don't if know, she can't man. come up with a melody, I don't yeah, know. That doesn't seems like she seems like she's already done the she, hard part, well, which is know how to sing and write lyrics. She's not based. That's really the issue. No, she's not. She's not. And most of these people aren't, unfortunately. And I mean, I feel like the lack of bass in America is what is is really damaging. It this our our uh, our Kiss. our standings in the future. You know, when I look on to the future and I see where we end up, I don't see it ending well when I see things like this. And Amen. It's unfortunate. But, you know, it's just... And, and you know what's amazing is that this video is 2.6 million views. Mm. So there's 2.6 million people that wanted to w- listen to this. They need help. <sighs> we need uh, a lot of prayers for, for, for the people. Amen. For the let people me, of America right now that are them. out there. Let's, let's, not, upon, let's, let's not pray upon them. Oh, let's just okay. pray. For, I bet you let's it's pray. already happening let's probably in, yeah. their, uh, in their own hometown churches. Yeah. And so, yeah, no. Um, so what's up? What's, uh, have you had anything that's been on your mind this last week, bud? Anything that's been, um, pressing matters, things that have been racing through your head, thoughts that keep you up, thoughts that excite you? mm, Women. Women excite me. Really? Um, I don't know. You said you were in love a second ago (laughs) or like a, or like a while ago. You were joking? Yeah. I was talking to a girl, but yeah, I I, I do be talking to them. You do be talking to them. That is a thing that you do be doing. Yeah. But uh, no, not at the moment. Nothing, nothing pressing. 
Okay. Pressing those cheats. Pressing those cheats. Pressing the <laughs> P. How about you, uh, Ian Will Hip Hop? Huh. I don't know. Um, I have, uh, I feel like one thing that's been, maybe not on my mind, but it's just something that's been, in, I've been trying to keep putting in practice is, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like when I first started, like, get really getting stuff back in order in my life, losing weight, doing all these different things, it's really easy. Once you start getting your first bit of traction and you start seeing, like, progress in different areas, it's easy to really keep it going right then. Because, like, okay, I'm breaking. I get finally get my sprint away. I'm breaking away from the stuff that I, the habits I was in, the, the practices I was partaking in or whatever that I've been detrimental to me mm. and so it's easy to have that jump start motivation off the beginning and to really carry it and so i feel like not just now am i dealing with this but i have been for the last like months just been a part of it is like i'm going to have weeks where i don't do well yeah i'm gonna have maybe like i'll have days when i don't do well i'll have weeks when i don't do well i just i'm i'll definitely have months when i don't do well but it's it's uh trying to be better at being able to even without the external motivation of like excitement to do better, excitement to change, excitement to just like, okay, I want to take on the challenge. I want to keep pushing myself. And you're like, I'm beaten down. Even when you are doing well, you're like, I'm kind of sick of how much work it's taking me to continually try to progress or to do better in, in either hitting the gym, eating right, spending time with my Bible or in, and even living that stuff out, living that stuff out has been even harder. And then trying to think about that regularly when you're in situations, especially at like work, which I hate my job kind of. And so that's been making it harder to not just be kind of a dick all the time. Yeah. And so it's been it's been kind of tough of having to have that like constant reminder in your mind. Yeah. Um, and so I just I don't know. I feel worn out some days and some weeks where I just don't want to think about it. I want to be like, I just want to lay in bed or just not do anything that I'm supposed to, you just forget yourself. about the thing. Kind of. Yeah, sure. I just want to lay in bed and, and, and fiddle with myself for a little while, and I don't want to have to think about anything else. Fiddle your diddle. I want to fiddle my diddle. And so I, I've i been kind of in those in that little period for, like, the last couple weeks, and um, I'm starting to, like, get back to being more strict about certain things and getting on top of different stuff and... Uh, trying to be like all right i don't need to this can't it's not a spiral mm. just because i i'm not doing what i'm supposed to and I'm, I'm letting certain things sit by the wayside that's all right if that happens from time to time but i just can't let it be a spiral where i'm constantly on that up down roller coaster of doing good doing bad doing good mm. it's like i gotta have consistent control over it and being able to pull myself back out of a bad habit again even when i don't feel that motivation or excitement of it being a new change yeah. it's it's just consistent work that's fair and so consistent work has been kind of hard, but it's been a, I think that's been the thing that I've been trying to work on in this last week. And I, honestly, though, it's very interesting because, like, take one thing like eating. If I'm eating bad all the time and I'm eating bad food when I'm home, I'm eating out pretty regularly, sometimes every day, you don't realize how bad you feel inside because it's constant. You don't realize how bad those things make you feel. Yeah. And then when you step away from it and you've been away from it for a while, when you go back to it, you get reminded either A, off the bat, how bad it makes you feel right away, or when you start, you get that like gross feeling of just like, I've done nothing, but I've put just garbage in my body for the last couple of days. I haven't eaten anything that that's good. 
Yeah. And it's like you start to feel way down and just like, ugh, I don't have the motive energy to do stuff. And so that's kind of nice to be able to have that gauge. And it, and it makes me really think like, geez, could I imagine how bad I felt if I just did a week of eating the way I was eating a year ago? Yeah. Like I'd feel miserable for a week. And so, but when I get into those patches and I and I see it take a toll on me, which everything does, all those habits that I've kicked before, when I get back into them, it it bad things come with it immediately mm. and they they'll you know so uh being able to just push myself back out of those places and get right back on track and stuff is uh it's hard but i think it's like the true maturing is not just the first change but it's being able to like continue doing it yeah. and uh keeping it up keeping it up for a longer period of time so amen that's been another thing that's been on my mind this last week or so um also you, jesus has got some bars that guy knew how to talk. I I usually read Psalms and Proverbs when I go and when I read my Bible. And so I was just, I've been going through Psalms 119 and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just read through the book of John because that's probably my favorite of the, of the gospels of, of Jesus's life. Just got like the way John's got, he, he knows he's got a way with the pen. I like the way he pens his stuff. He's got bars. Mm. And so then I was just reading through it and just reading stuff. And it's weird. The difference, even when John is talking as like a narrator and then when it's a quote of what Jesus said, when, and when I read just what he said, it's so interesting how he talks. It's like never too much, never too little. It's Mm. the exact thing that needs to be said for that moment. Mm. And it's not enough that he almost just hands you the answer. He leaves you with, it's such a weird thing, just reading. And I don't typically go back to books and read through the story of Jesus because I've heard it so many times. I know it. I know all the miracles he did. I I know all the ones that have been written down, basically. I've heard the stories. I've heard the key points. I I know the narrative. But going back and just reading through it, not studying it even, just reading it like a book. Uh, it's really interesting, and it's it's um, it's very strange just hearing the way everybody around and and what they say and how they respond, and then compared to how he responds and how he talks and the way he says something, it's it's just uh, like the most softly like perfect spoken person I've ever heard, which is it's mm. it's and you know he's, he's barred up. You know he's kind of good with that. He kind of knows words pretty well. Mm. He he's he's got a tight pen game, and uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him on a funk flex freestyle. I bet she could kill it. So I yeah, I've been enjoying that, and that's been kind of helpful to me just hearing that and just seeing you know. So it's been good. It's good. But other than that, yeah, I don't think there's been anything else. All right, all right, Robert. You want to leave him with uh with a tip to live their lives by, mm. just a truth to take into this next week to help them. Maybe something that we've mm. learned from this podcast or not, or something you just know. Yeah, ask her out. Just ask her out. Just ask her out. Pull the trigger. Ask her Just out. Just go for it. Yeah. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. What's the worst thing she's going to well, do? No, no, it'll hurt. It'll hurt. Well, it can hurt. Ask her out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the worst she can do? Say no? It's a lot, though. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a lot. Call security on you to escort you out of the building? Hey, how about you shut up? Just ask her out. Just do it. Just do it. All right. And that's it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Lost Storm Podcast. We will see you next week with another heater, some more Christian remixes, maybe a few bits of information from fat ladies again. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next time. Live long. Die young. We're out. We're out.